Guys, it's your girl Cherry Wine, and I'm back for another episode of Wine Time. And today I have the pleasure of having Nola from the Nola Row Experience Podcast. Hey, Nola. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? A lot is going on. Everything is going on. <laughs> <laughs> All at once. <laughs> All at once. So um, tell the people where you're from, what you do. Of course. Hey, world. My name is Nola Rowe, and I am a mompreneur, a vegan culinary artist, and I am also a podcaster. Uh, as Cherry Wine said before, I am the host of the Nola Rowe Experience podcast, and I'm super excited to have fun with you guys today. Yes. So tell people where you're from. I am located in New York. I actually live on Long Island, but I do most of my business in Brooklyn. Okay. So tell us about some of your businesses, because you said that you're a mompreneur. Mm -hmm. And I am, you know, starting out in the beginning phases of becoming a mompreneur. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So tell everybody, what do you do? Tell us about a little bit of your businesses. Okay. Um, The first business that I started, well, it's not the first business I started, but um, the the ones that are currently active, uh, the oldest one is Sumptuous Vegan. I uh, mentioned that I am a vegan culinary artist. I teach people how to become vegan. Um, My other business is called Front Road Apparel. It's an apparel line that I started just so I could have something going specifically for my son. It's really his business, but Mm -hmm. obviously I'm guiding him um, in the beginning of it. He's only nine years old. So I think uh, by age 12, he should be able to grab this and take care of it. Yes. Um, and of course, uh, the Nola Row Experience podcast, um, you know, podcasting is fun, but um, it can definitely be a great business as well. So uh, those are my three main things. And um, for my nine to five, I am a restaurant manager. So, yeah. Come okay. On. You're a little busy. Um, A little more than a little. <laughs> <laughs> you got your hands in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, you guys got to know a little something about Miss Nola now. We could break her in, child. We could break her in now. Don't break me in too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, since it's your first time as a guest on my podcast, I have three icebreaker questions that I always ask all the newbies, but they're three different questions. So, you're not going to get the question that somebody else had. Oh, so the first question is. Are you a talker or a listener? I am both. Um, I think the trick is knowing when to tap into uh, one of those two. Absolutely. And I like the answer. (laughs) Thank you. Because some people just talk, 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 and don't listen. And you can never get a word in inch wise. Like, okay, when is it? When are you going to catch a breath? Yeah, it's also scary. (laughs) Well, for me, I think it's very scary to not listen because you really don't know what's going on. I like to know what people's intentions are, what they're thinking, what they want to do. And if you're talking the whole time, you really don't know what's going on around you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And I like to, sometimes I like to sit back and observe, you know, peep the scenery. And the one thing about me, I'm nosy as hell. I don't miss nothing. So I could be talking to you and I can know exactly what's going on across the room. Okay. You know what? I'm a people watcher too. I, I said it on my podcast. I am a people watcher. I could sit there and watch people all day and just yes. learn so much. Okay. So your next question is, who do you admire the most? I admire my mother a lot. You know, um, I think my mom coming from uh, a poor country, we're from Guyana and uh, we came from a small village in Guyana coming from that type of environment where she did not have a silver spoon and becoming the entrepreneur and um, a restaurant owner, a, a very influential person in the community. That is, uh, I was by her side, so I was able to see firsthand how she was able to do that. It was not easy. Um, a lot of times, you know, we look up to celebrities, which, you know, I do. Um, Dr. Maya Angelou is someone I admire. Bob Marley is someone I admire. But this is someone I know personally. I was able to see the grit and uh, everything that she went through. So definitely mom, for sure. Oh. Shout out to mom for being a powerful <laughs> woman and being setting a tone for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have someone, like you said, you know, you people like to, you know, look up to celebrities and stuff like that. But sometimes it's people that's right in your everyday circle that you can admire. Exactly. And for me, it's my grandmother. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. I love that lady. Love it. <laughs> so the last question is, what do you do for fun? Oh my goodness. I am multidimensional. I can sit on my couch, read a really good book. I can go out to a concert. Um, I can go to a dance hall party. I can go to the beach. I can have a picnic. I can just sit and make puzzles with my son. Literally all of the above, you know, uh, with COVID, um, obviously a lot of those things I mentioned did not happen, (laughs) but (laughs) Um, I'm pretty much down for, you know, different things in different realms. Yes. Okay. Look at you. Versatile. (laughs) So what do you watch? If you had to grab the remote control, what's the first thing you turn into? I do not watch live TV. Everything I watch is recorded. Um, I am currently watching um, Lovecraft Country on HBO. And I'm also watching Power Book 2, Ghost. Yes, Lord Jesus. (laughs) I actually have Lovecraft Country on a DVR. But I don't want to start watching it until it's about, I want to say, six or seven. Because I have a habit of watching something. And I'm like, okay, I can't wait for the next episode. I get real anxious. (laughs) So I want to binge watch it. I used to be real big on reality TV, but now I don't have time to watch TV, trying to do so many things. So I'm like you, I record stuff. So I'm going to sit and watch Love Craft Country when I get a chance. It's really good, but I feel like I'm a binge watcher too. I don't like to wait. Mm hmm seven days yes (laughs) you know but um I feel like this is the type of show that for me I don't think I could binge watch it it's so heavy yeah it's so at one point I was literally I kid you not holding my head 
holding my chest, screaming like, oh my God, oh my God, what are y'all doing? What are y'all so doing? It's one of those. <sighs> You're going to have to see it. I don't want to give you any spoilers, but it's a lot. Okay, so tell me what, T, what other series is close to it? There's nothing close. Nothing? Oh, um, and and gosh. that's that's probably because I'm probably saying that because I don't watch many things. Um, but I've personally never seen anything like this. You know, there it, it has a lot of um deep racial issues, which obviously it, it tears and it pulls at your heart. Um, and then it has a lot of gore in it a lot of disgusting things happening so like I'm turning my face I'm like I don't want to see all this blood it's really disgusting um and then there's like you know love story and and a lot of science fiction obviously with um Jordan Peele involved you know you're gonna get the horror yes so Mm -hmm. it's safe to say that this is a unique show very unique it has so many elements I got to catch up because I keep saying so many things about it. And, you know, in the podcast world, if, if it's something that everybody's watching, they'll make a group chat out of it. And I had to remove myself from two Lovecraft group chats because I didn't watch it yet. So mm. I have to, I have, I'm going to put that on before this month is over. I'm going to start it. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Now, as far as Power Book 2, Jesus, no, I didn't want to watch it because I don't like Tariq. But it is actually good. It's very good. And I like it Tariq. <laughs> oh, I can't. Listen, I, if Tariq was my son, I would have been beat his ass. You, you know what it of, is? Like of, four seasons ago. <laughs> the, thing, the thing for me with Tariq is uh, I feel like I am probably the only person on this whole planet who's been rooting for him this whole time. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, everybody want to kill him every week. Every, everybody hate that guy. But the reason why my heart goes out to him in a way is because I feel like this kid came from two parents who are grimy people. These are sick people. The father is a psycho. The father is a <laughs> sociopath. Don't get it twisted. Like ghosts, you know, he, he looks good. He's handsome. He dresses well. But when you cross him and his facial expression changes and he puts on that black sweatsuit. <laughs> it's over. But don't, don't we all have black sweatsuit moments, though? We do. And that's the reason why I don't, you know, I don't hold... Tariq responsible for how he was created and how he was trained and though and also let's not forget that his parents are liars like they lie about everything yeah to protect protect them but it's but that's not true though like lying doesn't really protect people because Raina is dead yeah you know that's true and and Tasha's in jail, and and Raina is dead, and Tasha is in jail because of Tariq. <laughs> but Tariq was created by Tasha and Ghost. You know yeah. what I mean? I think people the, that scene where Tasha and Tariq were in the SUV, and she finally started being truthful. I was like, this is what you needed to do a long time ago because just because you're a child, it doesn't mean you're not going to resent your parents mm-hmm. for being notorious liars. They lie about everything. But you also, I don't care if they lied and told you that the sky was yellow, you still got to respect your parents. Yeah, I, I no, agree. He had no respect for them. 
But yeah. I think what I, I think what people um, didn't like were the choices that he was making. But this mm-hmm. is how he learned to live. Like, who was he supposed to learn how to make choices from? That's you true. know, so um, I, I sympathize with him on that end that he didn't raise himself. He didn't train himself. Um, and now look at him. He's just like ghost. He is. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like you didn't like your father so much that you turned into him. Because you can't help it. This is the person who trained you. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, yeah, I I love Ghost, but then after a while, I couldn't stand how much he would he would look you dead in your face and lie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I can't Mm-mm-mm-mm. because he was all for self. That's true. He was all for self. Even That's though he true. even though he was saying that he was doing this for everybody and everybody that he loved and stuff. No, he was all for self. Any decision he made was for him. That is absolutely and true. And I you know, honestly don't think he's dead. Stop. Stop it. I'm serious. Don't. I think he I think he's with Tommy. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. They, they didn't show this man no funeral. They showed at the cemetery, like. You know, you go to a funeral, mm. you see the body. Like, we didn't see none of that. They took him straight to the cemetery and dumped the empty casket six feet because he's he not in there. That's funny because... I don't think he in there. When he first died, I didn't think he was dead either. I was like, mm-hmm. no, he's not. But then everybody kept saying he was dead. So I was like, I guess it's real. And I also didn't think Angela was dead either. But after a while, it's like... She another one. They didn't show her body either. You know what's interesting? I went back and watched episode one mm-hmm. of the first season, and I realized that Ghost started his shit like in the very beginning. Like that's the episode Angela showed up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" He started this in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and what shocked me this what shocked me from yesterday's episode was I thought him and Tasha been together since high school. She met him when she was nineteen. That went over my head too. I thought they were a high school um thing, but but then, then you think about it, him and Angela was the item at exactly. High school. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, okay. Angela, okay. um, Angela went away and that's the college or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. Well, I just can't wait to see what this season it's gonna is. be messy. This is messy. I love I love Method Man on here. I love, love him. Mary, I love, love her on here. I love, love Woody the Great on love him. It. Like they love it. They, love it. <laughs> oh, they pick some good actors and actresses. Love it. Okay. Love it. The, I love the, Mary. Oh man, the cast is phenomenal. And that's yeah. what's making me want to watch it because like I told you, I don't like Tariq, but everybody else on here, yes. Everybody everybody has drama coming. Yes. Everybody has drama coming because Mary's daughter, Diana, she's gonna be rebellious. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gonna go against Mary, and I, I'm curious to see how she reacts to her own daughter going against her because we already know she's a savage. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that her and Tariq is gonna become an item. I do think so too. And they're gonna be the new, and they're gonna be the new Ghost and Tasha. A mess, a whole mess. <laughs> a and mess. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. I can't wait. I'm excited. So this season, I'm starting a new segment. And it's called Shady Shit of the Week. So Mm -hmm. this is a segment where you can call out the shady shit you've seen this week. It can be personal, something you saw online, social media, out and about, wherever. So with that being said, 
do you have any shady shit you would like to address? The first thing that came to my head um, was something that I saw in a new movie, um, which is based on things that happen uh, in real life. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, do I want to say it? Because I don't want to be the person who releases a spoiler. I don't want people to hate me and boycott my page on Instagram. (laughs) Well, I will tell you this. By the time this episode come out, I'm sure they'll be done for this movie because I'm going to release episode one of season three in November. So okay. the floor is yours, honey. All right. So um, for the people who have not seen Antebellum, uh, have you seen it? Because I don't want to make it a spoiler for you either. Um, no, because I'm not into that type of stuff. Okay. So you can go right ahead. So for the people who haven't seen it, maybe you want to cover your ears, but um, basically, when you watch the spoiler, it seems like something supernatural is happening. Um, it seems like people are time traveling, all types of weird stuff, but then when you watch the movie, none of that is happening. And it's really what what ends up happening. The uh, Janelle Monae's um, character, Veronica Henley, she was kidnapped by these white people who didn't like the fact that she was this highly intelligent woman going around preaching black power and talking about her disdain for white supremacy. So they didn't like that she had a lot of influence and she was on TV and she was writing all these books and she started garnering all of these followers. So they kidnapped her Mm. and they kidnapped hundreds of other black people and took them to when they, I guess they knock them all out. So you don't even know where you're at when you wake up. You don't even know what part of the country or the world you're at, but they had them all as slaves. So when the movies first start, you think it's back in the day during slavery time because all of the houses are like that. The the people are dressed that way and real slave shit is happening. Like people are being beat up, murdered and all of that. So you're like, okay, this is back in the day. But really, these people are kidnapped and they're not allowed to speak. So um, they kidnap all these people and take them to, do you know how white people like to do this civil war reenactment thing? I don't understand that shit at all. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hell no. And I, I better not ever see it. You know how they like to do that? They like to dress up like the soldiers from back in the day and pretend they're at war and fight. Um, so they took them to a civil war reenactment park in Louisiana And they had no idea where they were. And they're surrounded by these soldiers and they're forced to be slaves. And this is all for the white people's entertainment. That shit is sick as fuck. And it makes you wonder, like, what happens to all of these black people who were kidnapped and or go missing? What happens to these people? You know what I mean? That's true. It's probably still some shit like this going on. Probably. Remember, that happened. That happened in 12 years. Slave. He wasn't a slave. They made him a slave. I never saw that movie. Oh, you gotta watch it. I did he not. He was not see that. The, the the main character. I forget his name. He he he's African. It's like um, Django or something like that. I now see. I didn't see Django, so I can't tell you. Oh, okay. But I know Twelve Years a Slave. They made him a slave 
he wasn't a slave. He had, you know, he was a, one of the African Americans that was, you know, well off, taking care of himself. See, he lived in um, Harlem, if I'm not mistaken. In the north. And, and he was, you know, he had a job, he had money, he had a wife, they had a house, and they came, and he somehow he got caught up. It was so long ago that I didn't see it, but they made him a slave, and he wasn't oh, a slave. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. I did see that movie. I yeah, did. They made- I did. I did. The only difference with that and this one is this is modern day. Like, this is today that this is happening. Oh, hell no. This is today that they kidnap these people and take them and lock them in this place. And it's it's all costume. The houses are fake. Like, everything is fake. And really, and they make them dress as slaves. So we thought it was back in the day. But really, it wasn't. It was modern day. And they just forced them to be slaves again. And if they try to escape, they get killed. That's crazy. And the crazy thing is that it's, it's probably still some places like that right now. That's we don't even know about it. Exactly my point. Like all of these people go missing and we really have no idea what's happening to yeah. all these black people. And just never see them again. I watch the ID channel heavy and it's some people that's just missing. That's never found, never pronounced dead. Crazy. Nothing. So, and that's the crazy part about it. So it probably is happening nowadays. And being that you said that, now you're going to make me watch it. I'm, I'm not interested in stuff like that, but now I want to see it. It's a good movie. Um, and it's not a horror film, which I think they they market it that way. Um, it's not that at all. But, you know, it is horror when people kidnap you and force you to live like it's the 1865 <laughs> hell yeah that's a scary movie you know that that's scary as hell um and i think that's shady because um white people do do that they do um kill and um do grimy shit for fun and, and yeah they and, do it to, they've been doing it to us for years yeah so yeah shady shit of the week well, now you made me change my shady shit because you just made me remember something that I posted last week in my story. So I'm going to save my other shady shit for another time. And this, I came across this unknown fact on Instagram last week. And it says that Amelia Bassano is the lady who wrote all of Shakespeare's plays. Because she was black, they would not publish her work. So she died in poverty because she never received a dime for her work. Shakespeare was illiterate and he could barely write his own name. So a black woman wrote all the Shakespeare plays. Wow. And everybody is quoting this. And you know, if you ever been to high school and you had to do a play, you did something from Shakespeare. Mm Mm-hmm. If you was in college, you did something from Shakespeare and not knowing that that is a part of black history. Mm-hmm. And that's some shady shit that you use this young black lady for her freaking talents that she had because he went on and made my, like people are still talking about this man till today. Absolutely. And she didn't get None of her props, none of her, um, what do you call it? Accolades. Exactly. None of those. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying not to curse. <laughs> Didn't something like that happen on, um, Lovecraft too? I don't know. I didn't watch it. 
Oh, you haven't watched it. I told you I'm recording it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm but watching. you're going to run into that scene where something like this happens. And this has been happening forever where black people, yeah. you know, we're, we're spicy, we're creative, mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. were talented. Um, and then other people steal it and say, hey, I did this. Yeah. They steal our music and make it their own. They're just like the little girl on TikTok. That's another shady shit. She feels, though, that um, Ashanti song belongs to her. Like, oh. girl, you did not write that damn song. You wasn't even born when that song came out. I can't. And she's like, that's her song. She's singing it and everything. But she, of course, she watered it down because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But they've been stealing from us and, you know, taking our shit for years. And it was okay. But nowadays, it's not okay. They can't steal our dancing, though. They, they won't oh, know what child, to do. They can't steal our cooking either. Cause they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> they don't know what seasoning is if it hit them in the face. Oh my god! I don't mean to be shady, but I mean we are <laughs> talking shady shit. <laughs> it is what it is, man. So it's okay, but yes, I mean they've been mimicking us. They can't stand us, but they've been wanting to be us for years, still to this day. But you know. That's the shady shit for the week, y'all. Some under secretly underhanded bullshit from both stories. So today we are going to discuss balancing your friends, your relationship, and your personal life. So being that you know you are a mompreneur, how do you balance your day-to-day how can you be everything for everybody and still make time for yourself you can't (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't exist it shit is a myth um (laughs) if anybody tells you listen i have a great uh, mompreneur uh personal social business wife mom you don't You don't. Um, There really isn't enough time to do everything at once. And when you are giving your all to one thing, something else is being neglected. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really a matter of when when times change, you make priority for something else. Like today, for instance, I took the day off so I could hang out with my son and it's him and me all day long. Granted, he ended up being with his dad all day. So I was like, okay, okay. Um, I'm just going to, I guess I'm just going to work. But, um, you know, you do have to have um, a little bit of time management skills. I do focus on different businesses on certain days. Like uh, Mondays, I focus on the restaurant. Um, I do the weekly task for the restaurant on Monday, but if other things come out, come up throughout the week, then, you know, I'll pop in and take care of them really quickly. Um, Tuesday, I focus on the podcast because the episodes drop on Thursdays. And uh, again, if something comes up with my vegan business on a Tuesday that I have to tend to, then I'll jump on that really quickly. But then I always go back to the podcast. So there's a lot of time blocking. Um, I make sure that I do not work on the weekends unless I absolutely have nothing to do and I want to work. 
Otherwise, the weekends are mine. Um, Sundays, I make that for myself. That's when I give myself my home facials. Um, that's when I exfoliate my whole body and do like my spiritual stuff. And if something comes up on Saturday that's social, maybe I'm hanging with my cousins, um, I'll do that or I'll go on a date or whatever. But yeah, it, it but it really requires that you're going seven days a week. Um, but also... I do have my times when I'm like, yo, I'm not working for the next three days because I feel exhausted. And, and I do that, you know, um, and, and just give myself that time. But really, there is no balance. If anybody tells you there's a balance, they're either lying or if they're telling the truth, um, introduce me to them. Because <laughs> yeah. at this point, <laughs> well, kudos to you for making sure that you have self-care Sundays. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's so needed. It really is needed. We the time to ourselves is needed, and we neglect it too far too much. And then when shit starts to hit the fan, it's like, okay, I need to start taking time for myself. And for me, I have a really really bad problem with time management. And I'm not even going to front. Um, it may seem like I got all my shit together. <laughs> Baby, I really don't, okay? My mind goes, I think, about 100 miles a minute. And I can be really working on one thing. And if I think of something else, I'm going to stop doing that. And so I don't forget and start think- and start working on what, what I just thought of. And that's, so- um, that's something that all creatives go through. <laughs> you know, all creatives have that problem. And what I've started to do, um, because I've done that and it's become chaotic for me like literally girl. caused me to be depressed I swear to you so girl um, I I buy a lot of post-its and uh, I use post-its like nobody's business if something pops up I'll make a note and stick it make a note uh, and so then go post-its. back to it later <laughs> <laughs> I got so many post-its it don't make no sense all different colors all different sizes <laughs> me too I got Man, I got I got posters. I got so many different planners and notebooks. Uh huh. It's it's to the point where I've downloaded every app that's on my laptop. I got it on my phone now. <laughs> so if I'm out and about and I see something and I can see, oh, that's a good idea. If I think of something while I'm out, because my mind is always going like, you can literally be talking to me and I can really be thinking about something else. Yeah. But I hear you and I'm talking to you. But that's how my mind works. Yeah. Like, I'm ha- I'm I'm really present with you in the moment right now, but I'm also worried about what I'm going to do when I'm done with you. Makes sense. It's Makes crazy, sense. and I don't like it. Like I'm I'm good at multitasking, you know, and but now it's like my mind never sleeps. I'm up two, three o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep because my mind is racing. Mm. It's crazy. And I can go to sleep at those late hours and then I'm up again, five, six o'clock in the morning, mind racing again. Yeah, that's a life of people who have a lot of brain activity, which is um, a great thing as a creative. You know, you can keep producing ideas, keep producing products, keep producing experiences. Um, But of course, uh, like you mentioned, the time the time to yourself and the self-care is super important because you said, you know, if the shit hits the fan and, and my shit has hit the fan hard, 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 hard. So um, I learned the very 
hardest of ways that, you know, that self-care time is really important. So now I do it no matter what. I mean, when outside was open, I made sure that I went and got my nails and feet and eyebrows and stuff done every other week. Even though they're open right now, I'm still not messing with it. Me either. So I'm, I've been, you know, sticking to my own, doing my own feet and doing my own nails. And I'm trying to maintain these brows, but I think I'm going to head over and let Ming clean me up. How are these but nails I'm, going? Because my nails, <sighs> listen, mm-mm, I, I'm, no. I'm going to tell you a secret. <sighs> I cut my, and I know everybody going to be, you know, those materialistic listeners, y'all about to be all on my ass, but it's okay. I cut my net, my own nails real, real short, and I started putting on press-ons. Hmm, that's cute. Why not? They are so cute. They have so many different designs, and they only they from three dollars to five dollars. Mm, wow, you can't go wrong with that, and they last seven days. Oh wow. Okay. So I do my toes. I do my feet. I make my fo- my toes is my feet. Look, see my brain. I do my <laughs> toes and my nails. And I've been trying to keep my eyebrows clean, but I think I'm going to just put my mask on and just let them clean me up a little bit because they doing their own thing right now. <laughs> but right now, my, I don't have self-care Sundays. It's hard for me to like just block everything out and just do me. But what I do find my time is late night when it's just me by myself. Or when I do my hair, because I love doing my hair. So mm. that's when I tone, I turn the music on and tone everything out and do my hair. You know what? Every little thing counts. Yeah, I'm saying it because I'm telling you, it's it's starting to become so stressful because my 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 mind is doing things that is never done before, and I don't like it. It's like I just want to scream. Can I breathe? Like just shut everything up and just let me have five seconds to myself well I would recommend learning I wouldn't say I think most people would say why don't you go meditate it, it doesn't work like that but I would recommend learning how to meditate and taking your time with it because when you first start I don't know if you if you do it but when you start it's very difficult um because you can't get your mind to stop doing what it does but mm-hmm. I would say, do not give up. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. And it will get to a point where you can quiet your mind and you can have that moment where you're not thinking about anything. So my recommendation is to do some research and learn how to meditate. It works. I can't even sit still that long. <laughs> and it doesn't but have to sure. be long. You can you can do one minute, you know. Uh, the next time you can do a minute and a half, you can do two minutes, then two, two and a half minutes and take your time with it. Like if it takes you a whole month to sit for two minutes, so be it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might be on to something because I, yeah. I, I heard Charlemagne say that too, that he started meditating and it's, it helps him a lot. Because I need some, I need to do something because like my mind is always going, I can't sit still. I can't, like, I don't understand what I say. Maybe I could talk to a multi, another multitasker, but you yeah. got it down pat. Yeah, the meditation helps a lot. You need it. It's to the point where I be wanting to fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I need to meditate. Mm-hmm. So when did you start meditating? Um, I've been doing it for over 10 years. So What? So you were pro at this? 
No, I'm not a pro because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't try to um, become a pro at it. You know, there are some people who they focus on elevating um, in, in meditation. It was never my focus to let me go to the next level of this and let me keep going. And then maybe I can start levitating. I don't, that wasn't me. I was more thinking this is very peaceful. It helps me quiet my brain because I had a period in my life where I just kept thinking about nothing but problems. You know what I mean? There was a, a, a moment in time where my problems were on my mind all the time. Problems in the past, other people's problems, just mad oh. problems. And, and it affected me big time. So that's when I started. Um, and it's helped me tremendously. So it's really just for me to control um, what's happening in my head and, and really relax. See, that's, that's, I'm the same way. Like, I'm, I'm a worrier. Mm-hmm. So what's your sign? I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Taurus, but I'm not a worrier. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Cancer. That's what we do. Yeah, I know. My brother, that's, my son, I know. That's what we do, man. We take on other people's problems. We adapt other people's energies. Like, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if I can and my thing is that if I can't control a situation, it gives me so much stress and anxiety. It's not even funny. So I need to learn how to relax. That's what I need to learn how to do. Absolutely. It's not going to be easy, though. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not going to be easy, though. But I really, really, really need to learn how to just let it all go and just chill. It'll so, be worth it. It's worth it for sure. Yeah, but who going to teach me how to meditate? Because I don't know how to meditate. Well, um, the first thing that I would say is I am very big on typing my entire thought into Google, okay? I will type, I, and I used to do this, like when my son was a baby, I used to say, what to do when your baby is crying and you just want to jump out of the window? <laughs> <laughs> Like whatever the whole thing, the whole sentence, the whole entire thing, whatever you're thinking, I promise you 10 million other people already thought about it and it's on there. You'll be typing something and then it'll finish your sentence and you're like, well, damn, other people are going through this too. All right. So whatever it is, just type it in. And if it doesn't come up as an exact match, you're still going to find resources. Like how do I meditate if I can't sit still? How do I meditate if I... Um, can't quiet my mind or how do I start meditating you know what I mean just yeah. uh, throw that in there and um, you don't have to become really good at it right away like I said it might take you a month to sit for two minutes but if you can sit for one minute and you weren't able to sit still for a minute before that's progress you see I used to be the google queen and then I had to lay off a little bit because it was upsetting my husband <laughs> Because every time I Google something, I tell him, and he's like, "You need to stay off Google because Google gonna kill you." Yeah, that too. <laughs> and, oh my god, girl! That I too. could feel it's... something, and I would tell him like, "Well, Google said," and he's like, "Well, Google no, gonna have you. <laughs> don't, Man. don't, do not Google symptoms. Don't, <laughs> don't Google, Google symptoms. Google gave me a heart attack four times already. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, I had a heart attack already. I done had a a, a a silent stroke already. Like, oh, yeah, you had a stroke. You didn't even know you had a stroke. Stop fucking lying to me. I ain't had no damn stroke. But Google will tell you shit like that. Okay, Google so will have you thinking so much crazy shit. Let me take back my original statement. Do not Google everything. Do okay, not Google don't tell symptoms. Me to go to Google, girl. <laughs> don't Google symptoms because they will tell every little thing that's happening with you. Honestly, some let me tell you, I have had moments where I come home from work, I'm really cranky, I'm upset, I'm feeling depressed, and all I needed was a shower. <laughs> For real. And all I needed was to eat, you know, or, or I'm tired. Those are the three things that really shift my mood. Like, if I need to take a shower, if I'm hungry or I'm tired, I'm like a, a completely different person. Well, you know, that's a game changer for women. And Google might tell me that I'm suicidal or something. Yes, of course, because that's what you, that's what you're going through. That's what you typed in there, and then, and then there'll be then Google will have you second guessing yourself. Like, did I ask Google that? <laughs> what exactly? Absolutely not. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out. Send me some tips. Absolutely, and let me know how it goes too. I'm gonna try it out because right now, balancing for me. Is null and void. I don't even know what bounce is. I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> I'm just going with the flow. And being quarantined these past couple months ain't doing me no justice. I think it's helping me. It's making me go more crazy now. Oh like goodness. I never, I never had this much time, you know, in the house. Me, me either. It was. It's been very hard for me. I mean, it 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 became beneficial in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but emotionally, it definitely been hard for me because and and I think for me it's more there are certain people you know like family members or whatever that you want to hang out with you want to do different things like for my son is not a homebody he loves to be out so just even watching him be stressed out about it it was a lot so I had to take up more um activities um than I would like to you know what I mean to keep him entertained I'm playing freaking sims i'm creating characters in sims oh girl he got me sitting there he got me sitting there watching him play um roblox like roblox (sighs) i know i know if if roblox charged my car one more time (laughs) that's all i gotta say because i'm about tired of seeing the robot see can i tell you something Girl, can I put you onto something? Yes, I started Front Road Apparel, my apparel business, because he kept asking me to buy stuff for Roblox and um, this other. What is that other game that everybody played with the skins? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, he would. He's like, "Can I have forty dollars?" And I'm like, "Oh, no, 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 no." At first, I was like, "Yeah, sure, baby, five ninety nine, sure." But then after a while, I was like, "Oh, hell no." You're mm-hmm. going to need your own money. So I put him on the computer. He designed his own T-shirt and started selling them. So I'm like, you can use oh, a percentage okay. of this to pay for your video games because I'm not supporting this video game thing. That was so, so smart. <laughs> because, like you said, and they're not asking for, you know, two, three, four dollars. It's 10, 20, yeah. 30, 40. Like, what are... Well, I have to build my town. Build what town? What about the what about living in? And you talking about you gotta build a damn house. You gonna take all my damn money to put on a damn game? Oh my god! I love it. No, and, they're and hilarious. You say, and you say your son like to go outside and he a cancer? Yeah, he loves it. He's very, very, very outgoing. Oh, 
we like to stay in the house. Well, it'll change when you get older. He's very outgoing. Yeah, I don't like going outside. I don't like being around people. I don't mind um, not going outside. I can stay inside. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Being quarantined, you would have thought that it was so ideal for me because I, I, was, I was already like that. Me too. It's just, it's just the fact that I'm being told that I have to be Same. I literally said that on Facebook. I said, <laughs> when it first started, I put up this post. I was like, um, this stay uh, shelter in place or this quarantine. I don't mind. Bring it on. But then like six to eight weeks later... I was like, okay, guys, I changed my mind. I do like going outside. And I I like going to the stores and stuff like that. And I can't even enjoy myself in the stores now, shopping and stuff like that, because I'm watching other people's germs and I'm watching myself, trying to keep myself. No. So now I'm, I'm just shopping online now. I mean, it's the good thing you don't have to go outside, but still, like. Yeah. We like to shop. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. It is. You don't want to touch is. anything. You don't. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. <sighs> but you know, it's. I loved having you on today. I it have was... to be a guest on your show now. Yes, it's been so much fun. Yes, and I have to come and do the Nola show now for sure. And. Before we leave, I need you to tell the audience where to find you, how to contact you, your social media, how to listen to your podcast. Of course. All of that good stuff. Absolutely. This is the time where you sell NOLA. All right. Well, um, I've been selling myself this whole time, but let me tell you where to go <laughs> by. <laughs> um, well, if you go to the NOLA Row Universe Instagram page, that's where you will find every single thing that I do. Um, instead of me telling you, hey, go to Sumptuous Vegan, go to Front Road Apparel, go to the Nola Row Experience podcast, go to the Hills BK restaurant, go to the Nola Row universe. That's where everything that I do is listed. And uh, Nola is spelled N-O-L-A. And my last name is R-O. Thank you. Period. And you know, when I saw your name, I'm like, you know, you put me, made me think of Nola, darling. From Every, she's got to have it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, and that was literally my Halloween costume last year. Really? Swear to you. Oh my god, you got to send me a picture. I will send you a picture. I, I love Nola. Yeah, I love her too, I man. Her. I'm mad that they didn't pick the show back up. It was really good. I had no idea that it had been canceled. Yeah, none of us knew. We just was looking for the next season, and it's nowhere to be found. Wow, they didn't make an announcement. No, just go on Google, and it'll, it'll tell you that it was not picked up for the third season. Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. But thanks for coming on one time. I didn't even have my wine today. Like, like I said, my mind is going crazy. <laughs> I thought I thought today was the twenty eighth. Well, but, you know, I'm about to have me some wine right now, though. I think this is my first podcast that I'm doing. Um, of, this is my first time being a guest on a podcast, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you got to come back. When me and the ladies get on and we do the um, group sister check-in ladies night, you definitely got to be on the panel. I love it. And I'm definitely yes. going to bring a glass of wine, too. Yes. Okay. We all going to have our wine. Love it. 
Love it. Thank it's you. Definitely going to be one time. I'm super excited that we did this. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Well, guys, until next time, you already know it's your girl, Cherry Wine, and I'm out. Bye. Bye. So. Yeah, let's pour some Cherry Wine. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little Cherry Wine. Yeah, I think they know the time. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, life is good. Life is good.